This is What Happened This Week, March 10th edition. Today, talking about Dak Prescott resigning, the weird, weird Isaiah Wilson trade in the NFL that's pretty unprecedented. I certainly can't remember something happening like this. And going to cover Blake Griffin going to the Nets and why people just need to stop with this, oh, oh you all had to team up to face LeBron? Stop that. Stop that. You know that's not the narrative. Anyway, if you haven't already, feel free to like, share, subscribe. Hope you're checking out other podcasts. We appreciate it if you are. And I'm not going to waste too much of your time. Let's get to the intro. All right. Hope you enjoyed the intro. It didn't change much from last time. But anyway, today on our first topic, talking about Blake Griffin joining the Brooklyn Nets. And I also have a little bit of a LeBron thing at the end of that. So on Monday, Blake Griffin joined the Brooklyn Nets after being waived by the Detroit Pistons. You know, he spent three and a half years in Detroit, but now he's able to join KD, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and some old teammates in DeAndre Jordan and Jeff Green. So, Blake Griffin is obviously not the player he used to be, right? He used to be an incredible athlete who could dunk over literally anyone in the NBA, but because of injuries and age and whatever, He's had to shift his game into be more of a facilitator and more of a shot creator for himself. So, what does that mean for him joining the Nets? Well, okay. So, the Nets already have a really stacked team. And I think that this now gives them some versatility, right? So, you can play him as a small ball five, which basically means you don't have somebody who's a center out there you just have Blake Griffin come in and play a very defined role and be like all right Blake just roll to the basket and dunk (laughs) right and I think that Griffin has shown when he's healthy he can be a good facilitator in a modern NBA offense you know he had six assists per game with the 17-18 Pistons five and a half the next year and again this is in Detroit playing with players like Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson two players not known for their floor spacing or their playmaking but now you're adding him to a team with KD Kyrie Irving and James Harden you know if he can play 20 minutes a game with teammates like this his efficiency has to go up right now his efficiency and his numbers are terrible 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 he's shooting his career worst and Again, you know, this is in Detroit, so there's definitely some motivation stuff, and who the hell knows if he's really healthy. But I saw a take recently where it was like, oh, you know, Blake Griffin, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant have to team up to, you know, beat LeBron. Can can we stop that? Can we please, please, please stop that? Because, first of all, if you want to shit on somebody for just trying to win. Okay, stay 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 at your current job. Don't 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 try and earn more money. 
don't try and succeed in your fucking career. You know, having that mindset is so dumb. And then to say, oh, you know, this is all to beat LeBron. Shut up. LeBron has abandoned teams and left them to burn. And nobody says anything about it because LeBron is trying to win. So then when, you know, somebody like Blake Griffin does it, it's like, oh, blah, 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 all this to beat LeBron. Stop. Stop it. That's, it's, it's the, it's the fucking pot calling the kettle black. Like, come on now. Why are we shitting on people who are just trying to win? I think this is just LeBron fans being caught up in their own shit and not realizing the level of hypocrisy that they're spouting. Because again, LeBron has literally abandoned teams for a better opportunity to win a ring. If LeBron were still in Cleveland right now, he'd be screwed. I mean, yeah, they'd probably be competing, but damn, come on now. It's honestly, it's kind of a casual fan take because you can you can make the narrative like that. But it, then if you really look at it, it's like, oh, you know, that's not really true. And it's a bullshit fucking narrative. I don't know. It somebody I saw a bunch of posts on Instagram and Twitter about it. And it just it really got under my skin anyway. So just back on Blake Griffin. You know, he's been hampered by injuries and playing directionless basketball, but Brooklyn presents an opportunity for him to write a new story. The Nets roster is already stacked with players that can contribute, so even if Brooklyn flops, or even if Griffin flops, it's not going to matter. And we've seen career revivals of players like Bruce Brown and Timothy Luowu Cabarro when they are asked to do less and focus on their role specifically in Brooklyn. So why not Griffin, given the talent that has been amassed on this roster? At worst, this is a low-risk, high-reward move, and I think people need to stop shitting on it. So the next story is a little bit of a weird one, and one that's definitely not going to be picked up sort of in the national media. At least, I, I mean, maybe it got picked up, but it, you know, it's, not, it's not on the A, B, or C block. This is, this is three hours in on whatever show is on ESPN, and they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So basically, there's a player named Isaiah Wilson who yesterday was traded for a seventh-round draft pick, right? And normally it'd be like, oh, okay, you know, he's not a great player, but, you know, they still got a tiny bit of value from him. And this is, this is literally the lowest value you can get other than just straight-up saving money. So the reason why it's such a catastrophe is... Not even a year ago, he was a first-round draft pick by the Tennessee Titans. And if that's a little confusing, I'll explain it. So each year, NFL is a draft. Each team has one draft pick, depending on how you do in the season, determines where you pick in the draft. So the Titans, they made it to, they made it to the semifinals of the NFL, essentially, and they picked this player in the first round. And now... They're getting a seventh round pick. That's like, that's like getting a Ferrari or a Lamborghini and being like, hey, you want this car for a ham sandwich? <laughs> so it's like, what the hell happened? Right? So 
once during training camp before he was even signed to a professional um, contract. He was caught going to a party at Tennessee State while the university had a no visitors policy, by the way. He was giving a trespass warning, even though even though the party wasn't on campus. And so he got a warning for that. And the team was like, okay, fine, cool, whatever. But then he had to um he had to go on the COVID list, right? So the COVID list in the NFL was basically, oh, if you were in close contact with somebody, then you have to test negative for X amount of days. I think it was like 10 or 14 until you can rejoin the team. He was absent for a while. So that mean that meant he missed a large part of training camp and most of the preseason, right? So it's like, whoa, what the hell happened? You know, separate from these events, Wilson, he, he had trouble staying out of trouble off the field alongside going to that party he this again this was on covid protocol he was caught driving well not driving but he he crashed his car into a wall after apparently doing donuts and then when the officer arrived he did a breathalyzer and homie blew a 0.107 percent which is very illegal compared to that of the legal limit of 0.08%. And again, this was when he was on the COVID list. So then he's removed from the COVID list after spending a month on there. And again, could not practice with the team during this time and sort of didn't really do anything. He didn't, he wasn't able to beat out the guy in his current position, which was right tackle. Um, and so then come week 12 in the NFL, I believe it was November 29th. He only played three snaps. So that's three plays. And that was it besides another on special teams, which is like blocking for a field goal. Right? So you look at it and you're like, what the hell happened? And then not a week later, Wilson is suspended the next game against the Browns for violating team rules. A day after the Browns game, Wilson is placed on a non-football injury list. The team states he's dealing with personal issues. And when you're placed on this list, that pretty much means they're shutting you down from the season. This did not stem from any new incidents, apparently, and it was literally just those in the past. So then, on New Year's, he was seen partying in a viral video without a mask in Florida, and they identified him by his nose ring, his trademark necklace, which is literally a massive panda head with jewels in it, and his red-tinted hair. After the Super Bowl, the GM of the Titans stated, for whatever reason, the player this fall that was here in Nashville wasn't the guy we spent time with last year. And whatever happens next is going to be on Wilson. After that, Wilson tweeted, on February 22nd, he's done playing football with the Titans. So, apparently, he didn't speak to his GM general manager for two months and then march 8th which was monday it's i'm recording on a tuesday but it'll be a wednesday he's traded for a seventh round pick to the dolphins and you know i don't know that's just that's so it's 
It seems that he fucked around, got caught up in COVID-related messes twice, didn't handle not playing too well, picked up a trespassing warning and a DUI in separate incidents. I don't think the Titans liked the direction he was headed in, so he was suspended, and then maybe he caught wind of the Titans trying to shop him or trade him. He tweeted he was done. That further tanked his trade value, and that was it. That was basically it. So, you know, it's truly embarrassing if you're the Titans, because, you know, you spend a lot of time evaluating a player, you get to know him in interviews, and you didn't see the side of him, I guess. Uh, honestly, I do hope whatever is going on with him, he's going to be okay. You know, he's probably made millions of dollars, so, you know, EBRA. But again, I do hope this fresh start is a good help for him. Last story of the day. Don't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate you listening. Yesterday, Monday, Dak Prescott, Cowboys quarterback, re-signed for $160 million over four years, and I believe 126 of that is guaranteed. So, first of all, that's a lot of damn money for a quarterback who has only won one playoff game, right? And... You know, I know Jerry Jones is 78 and he wants to win another ring and he believes Dak is his guy. But let me read you some of the quarterbacks who are annually making less money than him. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. You're telling me that Dak Prescott is worth more than all those players? Mm, I don't think so. Again, I don't think Dak deserves more money than Russ, A-Rod, or Deshaun you know, everyone else beyond that, you know, your Jared Cook or Jared Cooks, your Jared Goffs, your Kirk Cousins, your Carson Wentz's. I'm okay with Dak Prescott making more money than him. And by the way, Dallas definitely did not want to pay him this, but I'm sure pressure from fans in the locker room probably got this done. And at the end of the day, you now don't have to worry about QB for four more years. And unless Dak falls off a cliff, you know, you're, you're okay. You're okay. It's like, all right, we have Dak, we have our quarterback, and, you know, we have our running back signed for a ton of money. We have our wide receiver also signed for a ton of money. And I, it's, it's going to get tough to now re-sign some of these studs on the defensive line or other players like Leighton Van Der Esch or, again, Demarcus Lawrence on the defensive line. It's a lot of money tied up in your offense, and I guess the thought is, okay, we're going to get the most important positions, and then defense will sort of figure it out from there. So I don't know if I personally would have given him $40 million a year, I, but what what position are you in, right? What position are you in to say, you know, you're, our le- you're, you're not our leader, and we don't believe you deserve this much money? You know, in two years, Dak Prescott is probably going to fall down the list of quarterbacks in terms of annual salary because that's just the way the salary cap works in the NFL. It's like, oh, this player got this money. Cool. I'm going to use that as leverage, get more money because the salary cap is just going to continue to rise. So you should pay me more. Mm. So again, I understand the move. Would I have done it myself? I don't know, but luckily I'm not Jerry Jones and I'm not the guy who has to give him all that money. I think his signing bonus was north of 60 million. So 
he's gonna earn like some something stupid like 75 million this year that's a lot of damn money and you know what good for Dak Dak good for you you got your bag you bet on yourself and hats off to him he got paid I I don't know how excited I am if I'm trying to figure out salary cap situations in the future, but you don't have to worry about that right now because they have their quarterback. They got their guy. I'm going to cut this one a little short just because I went a little long. All right, friends, I appreciate y'all listening to what happened this week. It is the... What? What's today's date? Today's the 9th. So this will be March 10th edition. If you haven't already, feel free to like, share, subscribe, follow, rate us, whatever it is. Please do follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. The accounts there are more active than they have been. Uh, real quick, want to shout out Radia Rahman at Knives Meow on International Women's Day Monday. Adult Swim posted some artwork that she had done with them so you know shout out to a former podcast guest who is really getting it done and that's all i got hope everyone's having a great wednesday and i will see you next time don't forget to keep your eyes open for a great podcast dropping on saturday peace guys wear a mask